Hello, everybody. It is a Friday. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, Laura on the news. Rusty may uh, pick up the news later. Might be Laura. We'll wait and see how that plays out. Uh, excellent guest lineup today. Our guy Major somehow feels like he's entitled to take a day off. Considering the amount of money we pay him, Harrigan, what chutzpah? Well, he's going to get a hold of what the show is going to sound like today. He's never going to want to take a day off again. That's correct. Can we cut his pay for today? Absolutely. We'll slice it right in half. Can you cut zero and a half? You can. Yeah. Seems like something we try to do. I mean, if it's written down on a piece of paper, you can put a little slash through it. That'll work. Sure. Yeah, we'll send him a statement. Uh, governor Tim Pawlenty is with us. Former Governor Tim Pawlenty. He's uh, two governors this week on this show. I can do my math. If Jesse was 38, that means Tim Pawlenty 39, the 39th governor of the state of Minnesota. Shaletta Feisty, she's in uh, Houston. Mike Ostrom, back in the show, this was a late edition of the news breaking that the House, in a unanimous vote, the House can actually agree on something? Well, how is that possible? To declassify all the documents on the origins of COVID-19? Bravo. Also, tomorrow, I know Jordana was talking about this a little bit last hour, um, three uh, years since the World Health Organization said this is a global pandemic since. So uh, Mike Osterholm is with us <clears throat> again at 135. Sully, now the host, Brian Sullivan, CNBC. He's got his own gig. He's had so many different shows, but this one, the last call with Brian Sullivan on CNBC, that is at 205, and yes, Dave Harrigan is wrong. That's the new name of the segment, 235. What do you think about that, that new name? <laughs> I guess we'll stick with Am I Wrong. Now, little did I realize yesterday, I, I'm coming in, and I was coming in a little late because of uh, some sleep issues and just a few nights in a row of horrible sleep, and I'm just reminded again, I've had some stretches lately where the sleep's been a little bit better. Do any of you suffer from insomnia? I am with you. It is uh, it is a club you never, ever want to join, okay? You want to get out. So I'm coming in a little later yesterday, and we mentioned this to folks from Twin Cities Live. <laughs> nothing for Adam and Jordana. Nothing for Henry Lake. Nothing for our show. Some cookies. In fact, that cookie still... Uh, on the desk, Harrigan. It's all yours. It's all yours. It didn't look like a great cookie. Did it? Looked like a rather generic sugar cookie yeah. with the cheap frosting. Yeah. Yes, it did. Be positive, right? Be positive. But they, they were the person they sent over wasn't that familiar with the folks, by the way, because it was who is Jason Darusha? And then I think the proper pronunciation or the attempted pronunciation of Vanita's name was Vinita. So I'm coming in. They had called on for our guy, Mark Fry. And so Fry and I ended up getting the elevator at the same time. 
And this is at uh, the mothership there. And we pushed a few buttons. We went up. We went down. It wasn't really making any sense. But it wasn't that long, so I uh, moved on. I, I wasn't triggered. I was able to persevere. It's rare. Moved on with the rest of the day. And then I headed out to uh, Vikings headquarters. Can I point this out? They did not give a lot of thought to me with the Vikings headquarters. Let me tell you, Plymouth to Vikings HQ in a snowstorm, it's not a short drive. Don't you think they should have thought of me a little bit? I mean, this is now my – there was a, a decade stretch where I was going to Winter Park like two, three times a week during the season. Now I go about every other year, so really they shouldn't consider me. It shows where you rank. I mean, if your father was still with us, they would have they would have brought the party to him. That's fair. The party was to honor the best – media relations director in sports, not in Minnesota, not in North America, in sports. And, of course, I'm biased, but guess what? I'm one of, like, 8 million people who views Bob Hagen as a great friend, including my father. I've said this before. Um, The two, well, the four people closest to my father the last five years of his life, In some sort of order, me, Lacey and Larissa, who helped take care of my father, and Bob Hagen. Bob Hagen, amazing to my father. I won't spend a lot of time in this, but the Vikings are morons for not keeping Bob Hagen in the role he is in. No one is better than Bob Hagen. And he's being switched to a different role. He should not be switched to a different role. Andrew Miller, CEO, if this was your decision. Foolish. Absurd. Ridiculous. Anybody who's dealt with Hagen in his 30 years running this thing knows how great he is. He puts up with, well, the biggest egos that he puts up with and the most fragile, insecure people he puts up with, those of us in the media. But Hagen has pulled it off where he says this, Great friendship, but very professional relationship with the media, with and then with his organization. Because there's never a doubt that Bob is 1,000% loyal to the Vikings. And wants the Vikings to win every single down. But did it in such a way. There were former players. There were people he worked with. There were notes from Aikman and Buck and Nance. Limo spoke yesterday uh, representing a lot of national uh, broadcasters who think the world of Hagen. You had so many local people. His right-hand man, Tom West, stole the show with a great speech. It's just so we were all there to honor Bob. And again, the Vikings, um, dumbest decision the Vikings have made in the last 30 years. In, in, in not keeping Hagen in the role he's in. So now we're going to go. We, 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 we enjoy the festivities. And a few of us are going to go and still have more fun with Hagen at the nearby Omni Hotel. 
First time for me in the Omni Hotel in uh, Ziggyville. Have you uh, ever entered the Omni Hotel? No, only seen it from the outside. Yep. So I'm walking in, and I enter the elevator, and it turns out two other guys who are friends with Hagen. The whole world is friends with Hagen. And it's Dave and Kevin. And so we push the button because we're told this place we're going to is on the second floor. And we're going nowhere. Mm, we're pushing the open the door. We're pushing other buttons. And we quickly realized, Dave Harrigan, we are stuck in the elevator. So I briefly had a weird situation with Fry at the CCO elevators, and we talked about those yesterday. And now we're stuck in the elevator. We're trying to open. We're staying calm. And I realized, by the way, I have a Clementine in my pocket. Where do you stand on Clementines, Harrigan? Really like the Clementine. And why wouldn't you have one in your pocket at all times? Why not? Why not? You should. Right? Much better than an orange. You with me? You know, I would have agreed with you a few months ago, but I'm higher on the orange now. I like a good orange, too. I do, too, but the Clementine is superior. Every once in a while, the Clementine, though, can get tasteless. That's true. That's fair. I just think its taste is more consistent. So we realize we're on this elevator. It's like 1030 at night. There's not a lot of staff at the Omni Ziggy Hotel at 1030. So we finally hit the alarm. And that's and I've called Hagen and he's help, trying to help us out. But then Ralph from engineering starts speaking to us today. And Ralph is trying. But then now Ralph would eventually come through. I mean, I'm out, right? But Ralph would vanish for about 15, 20 minutes. And eventually I sat down. About 30 minutes, I said, what the heck? I got the coat on here, the longer coat. I'm just going to sit down. And then I thought about, are we going to be fighting over this Clementine? Or, Harrigan, is this Clementine going to be Wilson from Castaway? (laughs) Would you name it Wilson or keep it as Clementine? I I, I think I'd have to in honor of Tom Hanks. Wilson. And I joked with those guys. I said, anybody got a pen? We can write Wilson on the side. (laughs) But eventually, Ralph came through. And the doors opened. And we joined the Hagen festivities. So it was about 45 minutes. I'm thinking this compensation, they should give me the hotel. I I could say I'm traumatized. I could say I'm not the same person. I'll never be the same person. I'm fearful of elevators. I may not want to leave the house. Is that a reasonable opening offer that I should be granted ownership of the hotel? No. No, it is not. Uh, higher? Uh, what, I, what I took from that story is you've got yourself a little problem here. You're stuck in an elevator and... Your first move was Little. to call the guy who's the party is being in in exactly. the party is in his honor in his honor and you yep. call him to get you out of a little sticky situation. 
Because everybody calls Hagen when they need help. That's just what you do. That's why the Vikings are such idiots for getting rid of him. When you have a problem, you call Hagen. That's what you do. <laughs> Maybe through all these years of call, calling Hagen, for once you could have you know learned a thing or two. Oh, like a guy was going to just magically open up the elevator? No, I mean you could have. If you can call Bob, you can call the front desk at the uh, at the hotel. We did. But they were very confused. But that's when all of a sudden, so that, that's another good reminder. All of a sudden, I get the front desk on speaker. Then we got Ralph talking. And at one point, when I'm trying to tell the front desk, hey, we're good, Ralph's like, oh, you're good? Okay, I'm on my No, 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 not you, Ralph. We're still in here. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, Ralph. Like, I didn't even know why Ralph was still there at 1030 at night. Ralph! Don't leave me, Ralph! No, Ralph! 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 Uh, I mean, I can go from multiple hotels. And, I mean, the guys, uh, Kevin, excellent guys. Now, I don't know how they're going to be six hours later. Could be like a Lord of the Fly situation. And as Charge points out, did we have to establish a pee corner? What if we had to go to the bathroom? It's true. Were you nearing that point? Were you nearing cannibalism? How close were we on all these? Uh, cannibalism, probably 45 minutes away. Okay. You wouldn't have lasted. You would have been the first one gone. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Maybe after that time, the elevator. Now I will say this. My father at 97 did get stuck in the Capella tower elevator for an hour. <laughs> oh my. I'm sure he took that. 97. Well. He had, supposedly he handled a great Larissa struggled way more than him. So. I know I'm too long here already. Have you been stuck in an elevator? Have you been stuck somewhere in in an awkward spot? How did you hold up? And if you were stuck in that elevator last night, and it wasn't with Dave and Kevin, who were great, and you could pick one person who you don't know. So I don't want to hear my husband. I don't want to hear my son. Those are all sweet, great, honest one person you don't know, who do you want to be in the elevator with? Who's your guy? Who's your gal? Maybe it's the Chinese spy balloon. I don't know. One person or barely object you can be in the elevator with. Who is it? And were you ever stuck like this? And it's an interesting story. Hey, we've got the city's one talk in text line. 651 461 9226. 651 461 9226. I pretty much would have bet uh, any amount of money that had to be the first bumper song today. Who do you want to be stuck with in an elevator? Do you have one selection, Dave Harrigan? Well, there's a lot of selections. Since I'm married and I love my wife and would never cheat on her, there's a lot that have, are not available. Yeah, let's say, let's say she's okay. So yes, you can pick an attractive woman. I'm not going to do that, Chad. I know better than okay. to fall into that trap. Uh, I'm going to say maybe the coolest man in America, Dave Grohl. That'd be pretty good. We'd have some fun. We'd find a way to make a good time out of that. And maybe he's got a, an acoustic guitar with him. Uh. A texter offered up, uh, or a tweeter, at Chad Hartman Show, at Dave underscore Harrigan, offered up the funk man. 
I'll tell you what, Bob Einstein would be way up on the list. <laughs> well, I mean, you could start with Larry. Larry would be way up. I mean, the whole show. I mean, I mean, Leon, Larry, <laughs> I, not Jeff as much. Larry would be Susie, a lot. Susie, oh just for the onslaught of F-words. Larry would be great for about 90 seconds. Then I think I'd run out of patience. Uh, all right, let's go to the textures. I would love to be stuck between floors with that one girl from a county. Texture says Kirby Puckett. Grand opening Walker Art Center person on the other end of the emergency phone said they had no record of this account. Asked me what city we were in. Hey, wait a second. That might be close circuit common. I got trapped in an escalator once. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all these texts coming in at 651-461-9226. First, I would go insane, claustrophobic. Love to be stuck with... Uh, Donald Trump stories. Yeah, he would. Uh, what if he started telling you the actual truth, Harrigan? Don's just saying, okay, let me tell you how I really feel. <laughs> That'd be fine. You might get uh, a nice payoff then when you try to uh, talk to the media. Uh, Bill from Maple Grove was uh, once stuck on the top of a broken Ferris wheel for two and a half hours riding with my kindergarten teacher. Ooh. Oh, man. I would love to be stuck in an elevator with the manager that I've had a secret crush on for 33 years. She's still gorgeous. I recently got stuck on an elevator with a beautiful with beautiful women. I know where Joe Biden got accused of smelling their hair. T.D. Mishki. Yeah. That's why you always use the restroom before an elevator. Do people really use the restroom before they go to an elevator just in case? That's an incredible foresight if you do. I mean, that's true. Jennifer Aniston, for obvious reasons. George Clooney, for obvious reasons. I was stuck uh, in the elevator getting to work one day, and no one believed me. They thought I was super late for work. Meanwhile, I was sweating bullets due to uh, panic. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Uh, Bill is called in. Bill, you're on CCO. Yeah, I got a no-brainer for you there, fellas. Uh, Yes, sir. It would be Lady, Lady Gaga, and she'd have that meat dress on again, so we'd have something to chow down on. That's so good. Oh, I mean, she can sing, and she's provided material, and she can act. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Tucker Carlson, the texter says. Salma Hayek. Uh, Tom Waits. Someone's convinced you're thinking of Miley Cyrus. Were you thinking of Miley? Was I? No, I was not thinking of no. Miley. Uh, Michael Jordan, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Okay. How low is Harvey Weinstein on the list, he's, David? He's not high. He's not high up there. I, I love all the uh, the texts, you know, the, the Clooney's, the Aniston's. Like, if we were stuck in an elevator with them, they'd say, you know, this does seem like a good idea. <laughs> you know, we've been in this elevator for 10 minutes, so let's just have the craziest, most passionate sex Right now. Why not? Come on. Uh, A a tweeter probably nailed it. Might have been the first one. An elevator repair individual. It's kind of taking the spirit out of the question. (laughs) Exactly. Clinically determining uh, what is the best way to go. Tim Pawlenty. 
on his party, what's going on in St. Paul, and why he testified in St. Paul about the potential Fairview-Sanford merger and why he's so adamantly against it. The former governor is minutes away on CCO.